Hey everybody, welcome to Forging Worlds from the Atlas. I'm Alan. I'm Matt, and uh, it's um, it's been a minute since we've done one of these. Hi everybody. Uh, well, welcome back to the Forging Worlds. Um, we've had some, we've had a little bit of downtime uh, after our first world, after Crystallum. Hey, I moved across an ocean. Life happens. Yeah. So, um, Alan, what uh, what are we doing today? So today, um, as I said at the start of the show, we are calling this From the Atlas. And the reason we're calling it this is because Matt has a disease, and that disease is called drawing maps. Yeah, I do. It's, um, it's real bad. It, uh, when I wasn't doing my dissertation... Drawing mappiitis. <laughs> when, when I wasn't doing my dissertation, I was um, like in my downtime as creative, trying to be creative without writing that more. Uh, I drew maps, and I drew a bunch, and I uh, scanned and uploaded 10 of them, and uh, Alan rolled a... Ran- Alan has not seen any of them prior to today. Nope. Uh, Alan rolled a d10, and it came up with which number? Number two. All right, we're going to look at map number two. Um, we'll put this up on our Twitter, so y'all can see uh, this as well. And, uh, yeah, uh, Alan, why don't you describe this map? And then I'll talk a little bit about what kind of I saw in it. And then we'll just kind of decide what's going on with this as we go. Absolutely. Um, so the way I would describe this map is jagged. Um, it's got a lot of points of entry and, uh, negative space, which is really interesting. Um, it has some rather large, you know, space in the middle um, towards the bottom left, too, um, as well as islands and different things like that. But essentially, it almost looks like somebody took a continent and just took scissors to it and just kind of chopped it up um, the way a child does to a piece of paper. You know, weirdly, that's kind of what I was going for. Um, once I started drawing this, like I, I roughed out a shape and then just started kind of adding it. And, uh, those long, long jagged bits of it became much more pronounced as I went on. I was thinking fjords that this was like a massive glacial flow off of this. Like if Antarctica melted. Mm -hmm. And I think Uh, that's very interesting. It almost gives me an idea for a deity of this world already, which is weird, but uh, let's stick with topography for now. Yeah, um, there's there's no other details besides an outline on this one, which is which is nice. Uh, so, all 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 ten of these maps vary in the level of detail I I did in them. So my question is thus: there are three large negative spaces in the middle of the map that are unconnected to what can be assumed to be a body of water. Uh, for our listeners, this is black and white. You know, there's no, he didn't even mark water, which I think is interesting. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, what do you see in these negative crevasses? Cause I have an idea. Okay. But I don't uh, know. D- tell me your idea first. I see them as crevasses. I see them as holes in this continent. Okay. Okay. So those are that just like are basically bottomless. Almost. Yeah. Well, but that are bottomless. So, okay. you know, 
like it's old superstition or whatever. Never go there um, because if you fall in, you fall forever. Um, And you can even look down and see a faint glow that is the core. Okay. Oh, that's very interesting. Okay, I can dig that. Um, kind of, kind of the the only what I had envisioned here was yes, this is the central, the central body of this is the continent. Uh, the outer edges are water. Um, mm-hmm. and I think when I had drawn this, I had just envisioned this as those three things as just lakes. But I like the holes, the bottomless pits, much better. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of everything else being water. Um, but those three places, um, and in my brain, I'm calling them the sisters, uh, because they are vaguely human shaped a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so they're called the sisters, um, and yeah, they're bottomless pits and, you know, we can even come up with plot hooks and things and that's, it's starting to boil things in my brain. But before we get to plot hooks, let's talk a little bit about the rest of the island, or is this an island? Is this the only continent? Is this a small, just photograph of a larger world? What are you thinking? Um, that's that's an interesting question. It could, it really could be either way. Like if you look at this, and if it's just like an island, then then that limits your place space. But if this is a continent, there are some very interesting. Uh, delineations for kingdoms and things like that to happen on this. Absolutely. So I think this might be a continent. As to the rest of the world, okay. who knows? We might get to that someday. We might not. I don't know. But yeah, let's let's say this is a continent. All right, I like that. At at least at least Australia sized, maybe more. Yeah. Now, what really captures my attention when I first look at this, aside from the negative space that we've already addressed is the tons of inlets and essentially what look like deltas um, that have formed. Um, So, you know, you have basically a bunch of peninsulas. And I think, you know, it's like you said, there is a lot of uh, space here for delineation, um, you know, of different kingdoms, of even kingdoms that may have no idea that the others exist, simply because of the way their ancestors founded their kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like the two big islands down at the bottom. Exactly. Those were the ones I was thinking of the most, actually. Yeah, those look like places that are definitely going to be um, a bit isolationist more of, just because they are islands on what's probably a pretty frigid ocean. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine, I would imagine this being a very rough ocean, too. Yes, absolutely. Like the kind of thing that you see like crashing through canyons, that kind of thing. Yeah, I can dig that. So what, what, uh, yes. I just had a thought. Okay. Aggressive ocean. Let me call your attention to right underneath what I have dubbed the sisters, the, the three things. Do you see how that inlet is real, real close to the sisters? Uh Uh-huh. What if this ocean is so rough that it is continually carving through the continent? Oh, so these and aren't so fjords. The co- this is this is erosion. This is erosion. Oh, okay. So it's creeping closer and closer inward. And, you know, an interesting plot hook or an interesting story element is what happens when the ocean meets one of the sisters. 
when that water I, starts going into what is presumably the core. I mean, um, I think I think geologically that's very bad. It is. Isn't isn't that what's what uh, Yellowstone's going to do someday and just blow up most of North America? Something like that. I think like that whole super volcano mm-hmm. pocket of water above it. Very bad things happen. Yep. And I mean, conceivably, that could drain a chunk of the ocean. Yep, it would if- lower the sea level, which would create, you know, cliffs and all sorts of things around there if it doesn't kill everyone. Um, Here in a century or two, this world's going to be a real interesting place, isn't it? Well, here's my question. How technologically advanced are these folks? Because if they are moderately, even moderately technologically advanced, they may have already been studying this and noticed and are working on ways to prevent it. Oh, oh, there's, there's, that's an interesting question. Hmm. Because my thought is, what if they were building like almost a Hoover Dam type situation where they're, you know, creating this wall in between the ocean and the sisters, but it's very dangerous work, obviously, for, you know, you're dealing with not only falling to your death, you know, in the core, but also the raging ocean, which could swallow you whole. Well, I think, I think the next question there is, is this intrinsically a high fantasy or low fantasy world? Mm. Or is this a fantasy world at all? Is this, what, what sort of genre of world is this? Because if this is a traditional high fantasy world, then... I could pretty easily see there being like an earth God who lives down at the bottom of, in the core and an ocean God and the ocean God is trying to win a fight. Ooh, I love that. And if humans start meddling, ocean God going to get mad. Mm-hmm. And maybe it, maybe that's one of the biggest points of conflict uh, for these people is that, uh, the worship of the gods are separated. So maybe the people on the islands and down in the southern parts of the continent worship the ocean god, whereas the people northerly, um, not as close to the ocean, worship the earth earth. god. And so you have, yeah, you have clerics basically fighting and killing each other uh, because some clerics are trying to you know, essentially protect the earth God, but covering that much space with that much power and that much magic is time consuming and draining. And so they're easily picked off um, and, you know, stopped. There's a point uh, on those two inlets um, that are reaching towards the sisters. There's a point where it narrows there. You Mm -hmm. see that little section? Mm-hmm. And I wonder if maybe that's like the choke point of the war. Ooh, yeah. Like, like at some point, some the the Earth clerics succeed in like narrowing that gap, and so now that's like their stronghold. And so the ocean clerics are continually assaulting that and trying to, like, some of these other inlets they're trying to carve in through there um because over on the west side there are there's a couple of inlets that are reaching towards that littlest sister yep quite a few actually i I see at least three yeah so i'm i'm wondering if like the the earth earth clerics have 
kind of set their standard and time's starting to run out a little bit on this. Mm-hmm. There's even a big and, one up one in the my, north that's punching down. Yeah. One of my big things, though, that I want to establish pretty quickly, at least for the listeners, uh, there is no good or bad side here. Um, I think both of them have good intentions. You yeah, know, the, I, the yeah. earth, the earth clerics are like, hey, if we don't protect the earth and give us land to live on, where are we going to go? And the ocean clerics are like, well, it's okay because look, we have islands, we have all this stuff, it'll be fine. Yeah, we're actually going to, the ocean clerics are like, yeah, we're going to make you more land by dropping the ocean mm-hmm. a bit. And and I think there's probably there's probably some clerics that's like, yeah, but we've we've seen this happen in some like smaller chasms, and it made real big explosions, and we didn't like that. That did yep. bad things. Like I think, ooh, let's see if there's a, let's take the one on the right, but closer to the bottom, that little chasm. Maybe that one wasn't necessarily bottomless. Like, it wasn't as big as the sisters, but some of the ocean did drain into it. And it Um, caused a major problem. Like the rightmost or that long inlet that's got the two islands in it? Which one are you talking about? No, no, no. The rightmost that has like, well, yeah, it has two islands in it. Um, The rightmost of those two islands. Okay, to, to me, in the drawing I have, that's open to the ocean already. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Well, I mean, well, is that I what you're saying? saying? Like, is that one where they've succeeded at? Yes, that maybe these two, maybe both of them, were chasms. And so the water level has already dropped, which is why, you know, they've got, a, the Earth clerics has got, have got a little bit more time. Um, but wouldn't that be interesting to just look and see these massive roaring, uh, roaring waterfalls that plummet yeah, no, into that, seemingly nothing? That absolutely would be very, very cool. Um, yes. And I mean, this I is like, Magic World, so like the ocean could kind of, you know, just continue regenerating itself. It's magic. Who cares? Yeah. Um, we, we, don't, we don't know <laughs> what the rest of this world looks like. This doesn't have to be a globe. It could be a disc and water just happens. Yeah, Somewhere. just on the back of uh, a turtle being held up by four elephants. I think that's a little copyrighted. Great, great Atuan might be a little jealous. Is it? Is I mean, it? look, let's, yes, let's respect Terry Pratchett enough to not steal his glorious turtle. For we those have... of you that didn't know about the turtle, now you do, and you should be very happy about it. Go and read Terry Pratchett's work. He he was incredible. He was. And he's one of the he's one of the many that I'm just like oh, I don't get to meet him and I'm sad. Um, yep, he influenced my storytelling quite a bit, so I I recommend checking him very, out. It's very good storytelling. Um, mm-hmm. So ours uh, clearly is on the back of a tortoise. Yes, there we go. Being held up by rhinoceroses. Oh, a, cl- a woolly man- mammoths, even. I mean. Ooh, I was just thinking that the rhinoceroses were holding up their their heads and the, each of the corners of the earth was balanced on the tip of their horn. I mean, that's very good. But uh, again, this is let's hmm, 
Anyways, uh, moving on. Um, the cosmology so of this world is a, little, waterfalls. is a different conversation. Yeah, endless waterfalls are very good. I like that. So, um, so we've we've kind of established a little bit about the religion and a little bit about um, you know that this is high fantasy, this is magic. What about the kingdoms? What about the common folk? Man, How many kingdoms do we want there to be? I don't, man. If this is, if that's like the major feature of this war of this of this continent is like that ongoing fight between the earth clerics and the water clerics. I don't know how much is left on this island, on this, on this continent. Well, maybe each one has a stronghold. So maybe you have, and you know, I'm sorry if this sounds familiar, but I'm, I'm tired and an earth tribe, if you will, up in the north and a water tribe down in the south, if you will. Uh, We can change the name, obviously, but that kind of idea that there's an earth kingdom and a water kingdom they could have been something entirely other back when they were founded, uh, but now, uh, just after however long this war's been going on, um, they're they're just dedicated to their side, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, Absolutely. And I'm I'm seeing like definitely those two islands are probably where the water the water kingdom is. Those two big islands. Yeah. Uh, and the Earth Kingdom. I don't know. There's probably some defining feature up in one of those bigger bigger open areas in the north well what i would think and what i would like let me say that instead is if you look at the i'm, I'm just gonna you know use the cardinal corn or the cardinal map if you look to the west uh-huh up in really the northwest you have the the peninsula kind of jutting out that looks like an l uh-huh right next to it it's more rounded and has a lot of land that leads up to one of the sisters. Uh, you see what I'm talking about? Just down, just down on the west side from that L shape. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'd put the Earth Kingdom. And what they've done is they have gone along the edges of this part of the continent and put magical barriers that protect it, which is why it's kind of a more round shape than anything else. Uh, so the the water clerks haven't the ocean hasn't been able to push in. Exactly, they found a way to stop it, but again, it takes time. So I almost see that there are, you know, maybe a mile apart, um, right at the edge where the land meets the water. There is there are clerics, and I wonder they if, sit I, and they cast their magic. Uh, go ahead. I wonder if that's like their training ground. Oh, interesting. So, like when you're when you're doing a cleric, you have to go do a like a semester with whoever is mastering that beacon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I was actually going to go a little darker with it. Okay. That doing this and the reason why they can't do it at the sisters and why it's such a war between both is it kills them. So basically, it causes in my head it causes them to age rapidly because they're pouring their life force into it okay so maybe you know a cleric is selected as a young man he's sent to the post he can stay alive like he has one other person with him that attends him 
um, helps him like eat and all of that stuff because he is so concentrated on holding back the water that they have an average lifespan of 15 years. Okay. If we're That's just what I was thinking, though. I like that. If we're going to do that, we need to have something that reciprocates on the other side. That That's why the oceans are so riled, is because there are ocean clerics that are doing the same thing, except instead of it being a holding back, it's a pushing forward. So each one of these like chasms or uh, inlets has been carved out by the lives of dozens of water clerics. Exactly. And I, I wonder if the water clerics maybe have stopped measuring their lives in years and have measured their lives in uh, feet. Ooh, yes. I like that. Like, oh, my father managed to carve out 50 feet before he died. Mm-hmm. It would probably be more than that. that to be impressive, but, you know. Right, but still, that's a that's a start. And the other thing is... I kind of want this continent to be thick. Um, hey, 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 joke. And that, you know, because the two cav- uh, the two infinite waterfalls essentially have already started, that the water level has dipped a little bit. So there are like cliffs and, um, you know, water pouring off of them sometimes and that kind of thing. Okay, I like that. I think I think what's nice is, you know, if... if um as the water continues to drop into those two, and if they break into like one of the smaller sisters, then what we're going to find, I think down the line is that this entire war was kind of for nothing Mm -hmm. because a balance is going to be restored. Exactly. I was actually thinking something very similar that what the clerics don't realize is that, if the ocean meets the core, a new god is born. Ooh. And that new god is the god of both. I don't... Mm, I think... I, I like the idea of a new god being born. But I think what we need to do is roll back a little bit and be this is like a very young world. Yes. So they only have the two deities, earth and water. Um, maybe the next one, because of the amount of steam or whatever that's going to start rising out of there once they once the waters hit the core, uh, is going to be like the goddess of the sky. Okay, yeah. And and maybe because they've... the clerics don't understand this process, because who knows if these gods are actually speaking to them. Mm-hmm. If these are very primal gods, they might not do that. And all it okay, is is like the gods are getting... World. The gods are getting so mad because of these little insects that have just been stopping development. Exactly. I've got a weird little feature of this world that could play into that. Ooh, tell me. There are no clouds. Ooh. Alan. There are no Alan, clouds. I I wanna I wanna I wanna explore that a little bit. Alan, is there a sky yet? Or is it just nighttime? It's just nighttime all the time. There is no sky. I, I wonder I wonder if when those first two small chasms were filled, if if there started to be a little bit of a day-night cycle where there was a time when it I guess from their view, something just happened to obscure part of the mm-hmm. sky. It's it's like the sun hasn't risen yet. Right. Like uh, Alaska in the winter. 
Exactly. Oh, Alan, this just got real interesting. This is a primal world and I love it. And maybe, maybe over those two chasms is the only place rain has ever been seen. Oh, that's... Because it's where the ocean touches the earth and parts and like the breath of the goddess is coming out, but she hasn't been formed yet because the sisters need to be filled before she can be born. So, so if this is going to, if this was going to be a, at any point, if this was going to, listener, if you want to like make a story or play a game in this, uh, I think I have a really good inciting incident for you. Ooh, please share. Um, the first cleric of the sky goddess has arrived. Ooh. But like, it's just someone who is attuned to this new other element that no one quite understands. Like she can do weird things with kind of both, but like, like she can make wind and all these other things that they've never seen anyone do before. And Oh, I love it. And they think she's like a heretic and she's preaching that the earth and the sky or the earth and the ocean must meet. And Oh yeah. And so your so protagonist like the sky, or the, your protagonist have ahead. to eventually protect her and, and maybe make this happen, despite some of them being Earth clerics. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like mainly she makes only them see. Yeah, and like this, this has to. There has to be a side on this where it's not. I think if if the ocean hits all three, it's bad. If it only hits like two of them, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like there, there needs to be something where it's just like. If nature had been allowed to run its course at the beginning, undisturbed, like two of these chasms would have been filled. Right. And then like the steam would have come out of the third one. And that's where the goddess would have risen. Like that was the plan. The, like the two flanking on either side were supposed to turn into lakes. Yep. And then people screw everything up. Yeah. And so the sky was supposed to arise out of that middle one. But now, like, if you notice... Um, oh, I love that because the two inlets are so close to Sister 1 and Sister 3. Yeah, and if you notice, though, there's an inlet that's almost reaching Sister 2 up in the north. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, like, that's how we make sure that no side of this is right or wrong. Like, they're both more wrong right. than anything, but there's not, like, a morally one side is doing the right thing and one isn't. Like, it's not just... The other thing... Yeah. I know this is random and you really didn't intend this. You couldn't have because you didn't know we were going to, well, you knew we were going to be doing this, but whatever. Look at the middle one and tell me that you can't see what looks like a pregnant woman. You know, I can now. I definitely down didn't at the bottom that, are her but... feet. Yeah. Then you move up and you have the baby bump and then you kind of have her upper torso yep. and her head at the top. Yep. No, I see it. The, the sky goddess waiting to be born. Yeah, I love it. A goddess waiting to be born. I love it. Okay. Uh, Alan, I think we made something pretty cool here. I think so. We And what's funny is that's time. That is almost exactly half an hour. I love it. Um, man, I love it. We Alan, did. A, I, I think we did a good job here. I think this is a world we're going to have to come play in again at some point. Oh, um, 100%. Uh, we have to name it, though. Do we? Do we need to name it yet? 
How do we refer to it? Ooh, okay. Because um, I don't want to call it Rando 2. No, that's true. That's Listen, that's a good name for what it was meant to do. It did its job. Yes. It's time for a new one. Um, Primus? Primus. I love it. Okay. Welcome to Primus, everybody. We don't Welcome know much Primus. about it. We don't know much about it yet, but man, there's some neat stuff Man, here. do we want to. Yeah. Hey, uh, if, if you do anything with Primus, tell us about it. Um, yeah, guys, hit us up. What else do we need to do on this? Um, I guess. Al- well, I think right now this is a good place to leave it. Yep. And like Matt said earlier, give us your thoughts. Let us know. What did you think was neat about Primus? When you look at this map, what do you see? And we can incorporate your ideas. Again, email us, Twitter us, um, tweet at us. That's what I meant to say. Um, and we will, you know, incorporate your ideas into our ideas and kind of fold them in to make an idea cookie. It'll be a very good cookie. It'll be the best, the best, best, best cookie. cookie. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our first like downtime episode. Um, guys, I know, I know we kind of left a lot of space between uh, Crystallum and Primus. Um, we have some plans for some more downtime episodes and... Uh, we're going to come back pretty soon with uh, another full world. So uh, keep listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. You can find Alan at Alan underscore cells on Twitter. You can find Matt at Matt Hoadley on Twitter. You can reach the show at forging underscore worlds or by emailing us forging worlds at fifthdraw.com. This show and the rest of the fifth draw family of shows can be found at fifthdraw.com. Forging Worlds is presented under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. For more information, please visit creativecommons.org. 